Hi, and welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today our guest host is Andrew Robinson, and he's talking with Alison Shreve, world windsurfing champion. Connecting Faith to Life on Australia's Vision Radio Network. I have got on the phone at the moment Alison Shreve, the world champion windsurfer. And uh, great to have you with us, Alison. Hey, Robert. How you doing? Very well indeed, thank you. Tell us a bit about your um, involvement with the sport of windsurfing. Uh, for me, I've been windsurfing, well, this will be my 10th year. And I chose it as a school sport, so it's, uh, I've been doing it for a little while now. Um, I've, I've mainly been campaigning for the Olympics for my whole life, but unfortunately have missed out on three Olympics, even though sort of being ranked top four in the world in, in Athens and then top ten in the world for Beijing. But I, I switched to professional in 2004 into the formula class, mm-hmm. and... Luckily for me, I've done quite well, and and I've won four world titles in a row, and and now I'm going for my fifth uh, in two weeks' time. So, you know, uh, God's been really good to me. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And um, and you know, hopefully, I can continue this success. Yeah, Alison, you, on your uh, sale, you've got uh, Oz nine one one. Is there a particular reason for that, or is that just the number that you get allocated? Uh, that's my sale number, and I chose it when I, when I first began windsurfing. About ten years ago, my my first coach, Mark Jordan, he used to lend me his sails when we'd go to regattas because I you know, obviously didn't have have much stuff. So his sail number was AUS nine, and so whenever I borrowed his sails in the races, I would just put a piece of tape after it with a one. So oh, right. my number would be Oz ninety one, but I didn't like ninety one. I like nine one one. You know, emergency, get out of my way. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> That, that's sort of been my number and it's stuck with me ever since and that's my website now actually aus911.com so people can go there and have a look and see what I'm doing yeah you mentioned earlier the fact that uh, God's sort of a, a big part of your life uh, tell us a bit about your journey of faith well I grew up in a Christian home my my parents taught me the the value of, of you know the, the Bible and, and that it should be I suppose a textbook for how we should live our life but for me as I've, I've grown up you know in the church and and you know having a relationship with Jesus myself I've you know come to realize that it's it's really more of a relationship with him that's the most important thing and you know it's not just about doing good things or being a good person or, you know, even believing in God, it's about actually having a relationship with our Creator and it's just incredible, you know, without God in my life I certainly couldn't have done what I've done and I've just got millions of stories of just the, the testimony of, you know, how he's just always come through and and provided for me or, you know, comforted me. Even my Olympic trials last year, you know, I, I my boyfriend left me a week before the World Championships and obviously and you know we were kind of planning to get married and you know it sort of it was pretty heartbreaking for me to deal with that and and then we also didn't get the wind conditions so within two weeks I I lost my my Olympic trials I lost my fiance and if you meditate on the wrong thoughts you can get yourself so low that you can you know you can jump out of a window really and I was pretty depressed and I I'm just sort of asking God why, you know, isn't this what you wanted me to do? And and one person sent me a text message from home, from church, and it was 1 Corinthians 2 9, which is, For no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor entered into the heart of man the things that God has in store for those who love him. And I thought, wow, <laughs> God's got great things in store for me just because I love him. And it doesn't really matter about the past, it only matters about 
you know, the present and the future. And so I took that, and four weeks later, I went out and won every single race in the World Championships (laughs) in Formula. So, you know, the the word is so encouraging, and there's just so much in it that we can learn from. And, you know, it's not just a book of stories. You know, it's a book of life, and, you know, it really does set people free. So, you know, if people are struggling out there with things, just... You know, have a read and, you know, you'll just find things in there that are just amazing and they'll just pick you up from, from any circumstance. And, you know, it's it's also really important too to know how God sees us because I, I think, you know, at that time I really cared about what my boyfriend thought about me and, and the fact that he left me like I wasn't worth anything sort of, it, it really it really hurt. Um, and I... I, just because I cared about what he thought so much. And I, I realized when I came back that I needed to know how God saw me. And so I went through the whole Bible and I, I found all these scriptures about how how God sees us and what he says to us. And it's incredible. I wrote pages and pages of scriptures about how, you know, we're the head and not the tail and we're above and not beneath and that we're, you know, that I'm a princess or that, you know, he loved me so much he sent his only son to die for me. And, you know, all these wonderful scriptures that we're more than conquerors and, and all this kind of stuff just because we love God, you know. And, um, yeah, that's it's an amazing thing. And when you have that revelation, you really don't care what other people say or think or do because God's the only person you have to impress, really. <laughs> so, yeah. That's a good point. Now, you mentioned in there a bit, obviously, that your um, love of the Scriptures and the, the fact that that's really been a bit of a, a staying power for you, like, you know, digging into the Word. I know that mm. recently you've actually teamed up with the Bible Society here in Australia. Um, they've got a, a new testimony out which is, features testimonies of sports people, and they've sort of gone one step beyond that and put together a sports DVD that um, features uh, testimonies, and you've actually been featured on that. Yeah, this is a fantastic project and I encourage everyone out there to get a copy of this and and hand it out to your friends. We've got some really amazing athletes uh, in Australia who who are Christians and who do love the Lord and they they share their testimony on their video and, you know, there's action-packed stuff of them competing as well and and just really giving God the glory for for where they are in their life and and for what he's done for them. So it's really amazing and also these the, the New Testament Bibles have a written testimony from us as well in the beginning. Uh, so it's it's fantastic. So you can, you know, give these out to your unsaved friends or, or even keep them for yourself and be encouraged by, by our testimonies that, you know, that maybe, you know, something that God's done in our lives will encourage other people to seek God for themselves. Alison, within your sport, do you have many people that share a Christian faith as well or are you sort of like the, the only one out there? Oh, really, there aren't many people that, that are Christians in my sport. And, you know, if they are, they're, they're not big, they're not quick to, to admit it. <laughs> and uh, I found out, I don't know, maybe a year ago that, that there was an American guy that was a Christian and he just sounds like everybody else. He swears like everyone else. And, and I pulled him up on it and I said, you know what, you're not really being a good example to the others yeah. by swearing. And actually, you're swearing worse than they are because every second word was the F word. And, and I said, you realize that you're actually doing it? And, and I just sort of told him in love, you know, because, you know, we're all trying to be better people. And, and I just sort of said, you know, if, you, if you're a Christian and you're standing up for this kind of stuff, then, you know, you really shouldn't be going over the board trying to fit in and, you know, trying to be like everybody else. The point is you, that you're different. <laughs> yeah. 
anyway, so he, he took it on board. But, you know, while he was around me, he made a conscious effort. And then when he was back with his mates, he, he sort of went back. So it's really a decision that you have to make within yourself, whether you do want to make a difference and that if, if you do want to love God and, and be the way that... that you know, he would want us to be, and and that's just to love people. You know, to to love our neighbour, and you know, not to not to rip people off, not to backstab people, but just to love people. And um, you know, it's really a calling, isn't it? Just to love people. So there aren't many Christians out there, and I I actually enjoy being different. I like the challenge, and and I like talking to people about my faith, and and you know, just encouraging them that they're. There is there is a way out there that is just amazing, and there's a tremendous hope and liberty and and a life that is found in Jesus. How important is it to you? I mean, you obviously travel around the world a fair bit with these different regattas and things that you're involved mm-hmm. with. How important is it for you to have a, a home church that's supporting you, and obviously when you come home you can you know, hang out with them and I guess be encouraged by them? Oh, uh, really. Church is really important, and although you know you don't have to be a Christian to, to you know, I mean, you don't have to go to church to be a Christian. But you know, for me, in other words, says that you should you know have Christian fellowship so that you can build each other up and encourage each other, and also that you can be fed as well. And you know, for me, having a home church has also been a, a great strength to me, and just having that prayer support while I'm away. Uh, even just an encouraging email every now and again, you know, just sometimes, you know, boost your spirit. And, and especially when, when I'm alone overseas, it can get quite lonely when you're away from home six to ten months of the year. So, you know, to, to have that at home and, you know, my mum, she sends me all the, the teaching sermons or teaching tapes that I miss. And so I put them in my iPod and go running with it every day. <laughs> so I keep up to date with what's happening at church. But, you know, it, it is a great community of people and... You know, I, I think if you ever find a perfect church, leave it, because <laughs> it's not perfect. <laughs> and, and um, you know, there's always going to be people that rub you up the wrong way or treat you badly. But, you know, I, when I got home from the World Championships last year, I had to lovingly welcome my ex into church every week because I was on the door. And that was the biggest grace-growing thing I've ever had to do. And, you know, I think it, it's just character building to be able to just love people even though, you know, they might not be your kind of people. You know, and I think it's just great that people just pull together, you know, when it's needed. And that's one of the, the best things about, you know, church is that there's just love there and, and there is teaching and revelation. And, you know, our, our church is great. Every Tuesday night we, we go out, we're missing the people. And it's kind of cool that, that people are getting touched. And, and that's something that I love about our church. It's really bringing this out of the people. And, and you know, there's a group of it. And we're going out again on Friday night to King's Cross, which is the worst part of Sydney. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go and, you know, pray for people in, in town. So, you know, that's the other side to me besides the sport, you know, that, that this kind of stuff is really cool and, and we, we get to actually have an impact on people's lives and just get a chance to love people. Yeah. That's fantastic. Can I, can I share this story? It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, sure. This, this Tuesday night we went out and we were just praying to God just to, to show us some people that, you know, maybe we could witness to and, and also something about their life so that we could just, you know, touch their heart that, you know, God has showed us this stuff. And, and I got this picture of a guy who was, you know, pretty intoxicated and that, 
he knew somebody or was related to you know, somebody very close to him was involved in a really tragic car accident and that it was involved uh, was caused by alcohol this is what I got in my my picture and and so you know we, we all shared what we saw and we decided to head towards Hornsby because um, I also got a picture of the the bridge over the train tracks at Hornsby, so I thought, okay, maybe that's where he is. And as we're going along, I, I just was kept asking God, you know, where is this person, and you know, tell me more about him. And and I saw a picture of some green steps, which looked like the the entrance to a pub. And anyway, we, we went to the. I said, ask the guys, is there a pub near Hornsby? Yeah, you know, shows how much I go out. I don't even know if there's a pub near <laughs> the train station. <laughs> But anyway, um, and so we went to this this one pub, but it wasn't the green steps, and I, it wasn't it. And and then later on, well, I said, you know, guys, I really want to go to this bridge. And when I got to the bridge, I said to the guys, I said, you know, I'm, I wonder if I made this up. You know, I, it's quite articulate this story. You know, it's it's really there's a lot of detail. And and then I thought to myself, hmm, isn't there a tab just down the road? You know, TAB does it have green steps and so about 30 meters down we walked down and there I saw the green steps and I went oh cool <laughs> and then I looked inside and there's a single guy in there with half a beer and he's kind of you know gazing into the tv a bit out of it and I thought that's the guy so I went up to him and I started talking to him and I sat down and and after about five minutes I said oh, yeah this is a bit out of left field but do you happen to know somebody, you know, really close to you that's been involved in a car accident, a really serious car accident? And he said, yes. And he said, oh, it was about 15 years ago. And I said, was it was it caused by alcohol? And he said, yes. <laughs> Apparently some truck or a bus or something massive crashed into him and he was on life support. And um, he's recovered now, but he's um, got serious brain damage. And it turns out that his sister married him anyway. And they you know they had a lot of problems and a lot of family problems all that kind of stuff and and I, I just sort of felt this you know this whole grief of sense of loss and you know it was a pretty pretty amazing story anyway I, I you know witness to him I got to pray for for them and you know the situation and, and for healing and and also for him as well and you know it was really cool and, and after I left there I was just jumping out of my skin yeah, I <laughs> and just going oh it was amazing, you know, because God just showed me something so clear about somebody else. And I think, you know, what's the point in being a Christian if we aren't actually hearing from God? You know, that's the whole point of a relationship is that, you know, you're not only talking to God and asking Him about your needs, but you're also doing stuff for Him as well and that you are praising God, you know, when credit is due. And, and so, you know, it, it's kind of cool that, that people are getting touched. And, and that's something that I love about our church. It's really bringing this out of the people. And, and you know, there's a group of it. And we're going out again on Friday night to King's Cross, which is the worst part of Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to go and, you know, pray for people in, in town. So, you know, that's the other side to me besides the sport, you know, that, that this kind of stuff is really cool. And, and we, we get to actually have an impact on people's lives and just get a chance to love people yeah we're speaking with the world champion windsurfer Alison Shreve she's an Aussie and in fact the Australian Sailor of the Year uh, when was that a couple of years back you were awarded that to title Alison yeah in 2006 it was, a, it was a great year for me and I was really blessed to get this award I was up against you know the best sailors in the world really because um, you know sailing is is such a, a strong sport in Australia 
so yeah I won this I'd won every regatta I think I went in that year I almost got three world titles in one year I lost two world titles by one point in the slalom and and PWA so it was a really amazing year for me and yeah I got this award and the the most annoying thing for me was I was over in Germany when they had the ceremony and I couldn't even accept it so my mum mum accepted it on my behalf but I sent a video thank you message which was kind of cool but (laughs) yeah that, that was an amazing award and and really you know when when you're at the top of your sport for a few years and you know you finally get some recognition um you know nationally it's it's really fantastic i hope that the media you know really starts to to spread out a little bit you know they're sort of focused on on just a few sports and and it's hard for for the lower profile sports in australia to to be recognized and even to get support and sponsorship i'm working on a building site with my dad on my days off so i can pay off my credit card you know that's sort of how it's yeah it's 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 always it's kind of a little bit different um than you know what you see in the olympics where people are getting millions of dollars in ad advertising campaigns you know for being olympic champion and Mm. and um when you've got a sport like windsurfing it's it's such a it is a bit of a glamour sport but you know it's it's exciting it's extreme and you know massive in europe but not so big over here so you know that's the shame of it but you know i just tend to believe that God has great things in store and all things work together for good for those who love him and, and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's not for the money, it's for for him really. Yeah, well it certainly sounds like with all that you've achieved already the, the future is very bright so let's hope that uh, things like that, you know, the sponsorship deals and what have you will, will come down the track. Just uh, finally before we, we wrap up, Alison, the, with all the success that you've seen, all the, the number ones and the world champions and what have you, I understand you can't click your fingers. That must be the most frustrating thing in the world. Oh, no. How annoying is it? <laughs> I, I have really strong hands, you know, from windsurfing because you've you got to hang on to this boom. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I can't click my fingers. I can make the slightest little noise, but I can't click it. And it's, it's really frustrating for me. <laughs> well, I don't want to rub it in, but my five-year-old learned to click his fingers the other day, so. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some people can't curl their tongue, and I can curl my tongue, so I'm happy about oh, that. Well, but. there you go. You've got something on it. <laughs> well, look, it's been, it's been yeah. great chatting with you, Alison. Appreciate your time, and really do want to wish you all the best for this uh, next event coming up in Portugal, the uh, world, Formula World Championships, and let's hope that you come back from that as another world number one. Yeah, thank you. That brings us to the end of this week's show. You can listen to this interview again or any of our other interviews. Simply go to historymakersradio.com. Thanks for joining us. History Makers.